Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1. Okay, time now for a look at what's coming up in TV and movies in the next week. And I'm joined today by Serena Bellissimo of the Bellissimo Files podcast and Rory Cashin, entertainment and culture journalist. Good afternoon, guys. Hello. Rory, will we start with the zone of interest, uh, given that it is uh, Ireland is, is, uh, I think, marking Holocaust Memorial Day today. So this kind of an unfilmable regarded as Martin Amos novel has taken a long time to get to the screen and it's a, I, the, the book was a really brave treatment of the Holocaust in a way wasn't it? because it's kind of not comedic but farcical almost uh, I, I actually couldn't speak to I haven't read the book but I did read a lot into what the director Jonathan Glazer did with the adaptation and apparently he's completely changed it to the point where the setting and some of the characters are pretty much all that is in common with it. The tone and the story that's being told is apparently very, very different. Okay. Um, so this is set in the house run by a German SS commander who's actually in charge of Auschwitz and it's literally right next door. There's a large wall against the back garden of the house and just on the other side of that wall is where all the the atrocities happened in, in Auschwitz. So it's the the compartmentalization of evil and how you can put some things as completely out of your mind if you are in a position of power and you're offered enough money to do it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very very interesting. It's extremely powerful. I will never watch it again because it is it is absolutely it harrowing. Is hard, it's very yeah. difficult okay. watch. But it is an important film as well and it at times can be kind of starkly beautiful, has some amazing performances. There's an actress, Sandra Muller, I think her name is. She was recently the lead in Anatomy of a Fall, which was also brilliant. Uh, it is it is massively interesting. I, th- I do think everyone should go see it. I think it's been nominated for at least five Oscars. One of them is Best Picture as well. Uh, and it will be one of the more talked about films of okay. the year. Uh, come, come the end of the year, it'll be one of those films where every outlet is going to name a film of the year, I imagine, or, or really, one really? of the films of the year. Okay. But it is a difficult watch. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they, I think the idea in the book was that the, a lot of the Nazis were essentially in middle management dealing with a kind of a management problem with, and the bosses were crazy and they couldn't get the resources. So he framed it kind of that way and then that they were they were just, they were ordinary people in a way. This This doesn't seem to tackle it that way at all. It's yeah, more okay. to do with how the the work is impacting a specific relationship and how uh, when you succeed at work, it can sometimes take away from the family time. And it's it, even in that, it's it's kind of horrific. In you, you always okay. know what the work okay. is, so right. it's it's again, it's, it's yeah, kind okay. of a, an so awful it, watch. Yeah, God, right. And but you think film of the year. Everywhere. I'd yeah. be su- very surprised if it's okay. not mentioned in those lists at the end of the year, yeah. Okay, Serena, also in cinemas, a very different prospect, very migration. Different. And you, you brought uh, three junior reviewers with you. Yep, I bought a five-year-old, an eight, seven-year-old and an eight-year-old. This is basically an animated film starring Elizabeth Banks, well, voiced by Elizabeth Banks, Kamal Nanjani, Aquafina, and Danny DeVito is in this. It's a group of ducks. The father doesn't want to go anywhere, right? It's migrating time. He doesn't want to go anywhere. He's just scared of the danger that's out there, the danger that lurks, and he's all about, you know, scaring the kids so they want to stay put. They come across someone, they find out that Jamaica's supposed to be beautiful, then all of a sudden they're encouraged to go and migrate to Jamaica, and it's all the adventures in between. There's this really weird um, villain character. I don't really get where this villain character came from, but, you know, you need a villain in all of these these films. Um it's okay, fun. step aside yeah. and tell us what the children said. Right, maybe. so <laughs> the, 
The my seven year old son, he actually said, and he doesn't say this quite lightly. He'd go, "I'd see that again, Mum." Okay. So I was like, "Okay, that's that's high praise." The eight year old friend was just like, "Yeah, I really like adventurous films, and this had a lot of adventure in it." My five year old niece said, "I'm going to tell all my friends to see it, but it was a little bit scary. Like at one stage, the villain is does get a bit scary, and she hopped over. She's like, "Can I sit in your lap?" I was like, "Yes, anything for the cuddles." <laughs> so yeah. if you want cuddles with okay. your kids, maybe this is where you should take them. That sounds like a success for loading all around. That's migration uh, in cinemas now? Now. Now, yeah. okay. Um, will we, we might come oh, back sorry, to... sorry, the 2nd of February. Next Friday. Yeah, okay. next Friday. Okay, we, we, I, we might come back to cinema. Uh, Rory, mm. uh, staying with World War II, then Masters of the Air on Apple TV. So Spielberg, Hanks, World War II should be great. Reviews, yeah, a bit iffy. Reviews, yeah, they're, they're kind of hovering around the 7 out of 10 mark. Uh, yeah, so this is the follow-up to the land-based Band of Brothers and the sea-based The Pacific. So this is the air-based take on it. Uh, it's one of the most expensive TV shows ever made. I think the budget's around $300 million, so it's it's really out there. It's got some exceptional directors behind it. Uh, Corey Fukunaga, who did True Detective Season 1, and he directed No Time to Die, the Bond movie. It looks beautiful. It's got some incredible actors. Barry Keoghan's in there. Austin Butler, who obviously still is... In this, in my opinion, is still trapped playing Elvis a little bit, uh, and loads of recognisable faces. Did you know in what there. was going on in the in the air battle scenes? Did you know who yes. was who and what was going on? Some people it's, have been saying you can't tell. From what I've seen so far, it's geographically it's laid out really, really well. You're never really confused. The only confusion might be in some of the scenes. Uh, every character put masks on, uh, and maybe you're not entirely sure which plane you're in. Yeah, okay. uh, but more often than not, you you can tell just from the surroundings or some of the some of the reactions to the action. Um, so what I will say is, you have to persevere a bit. It takes mm. four episodes, five episodes for it to mm. click into place. Oh, the action okay. in the first few <laughs> that's episodes a lot. that's <laughs> too many. Rory. Yeah, seriously, uh, like up, up up to that point, it's good. After that point, it's great. Okay, so if so is it worth it? I, That's what people are asking. By the end of it, yes. Should it but just I, be a film? I think there's too much of it for a film. Okay. Uh, I think there's there's way too many characters and there's way too many individual stories and plot points. To, is, to I feel like I'm at a meeting in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just make it a film? No, too many, too many characters. That's probably the level of, of the discourse yeah. at these meetings. Okay. Um, Serena, uh, expats on yeah. crime. So like, it should have had it all. I love Nicole Kidman, the TV show she makes these days, set in Hong Kong among the expat community. Yeah, based so, on... I'm too in now. I've given up. I'm very disappointed. Are you disappointed? Yeah, yeah. Okay, what? Okay, for anyone who doesn't know what this is about, it's about expats, obviously. Three women, their lives are intertwined. There's a tragedy that happens. It's a very slow burner. Um, yeah, a very slow burner. Very yeah, slow. like there's no plot in the first two episodes. Well, look, in the, in, I think in the first episode, you're getting to know the characters, right? You know a tragedy is about to happen um and and you know look there's one son who's not there anymore right and you don't know what happened to this son there's one of two things the son either died tragically or was kidnapped you don't find the, out the answer to that until the end of episode two because you okay. do find out what i give her 10 minutes <laughs> for the end <laughs> you, you had to just go another okay. 10 minutes and okay. you would have made it apparently episode five now i haven't been able to get previews for this so i've only watched the two episodes yeah apparently episode four or five is really good like it's a 90 minute drama and it's explored in by the um the characters at the center of that are the helpers 
in um, Hong Kong. So it's not just about grief. It's also about the the racism, the expat community. I just oh, think, yeah, the way they treat their, oh, their it's, servants, it's, like some of them. like it's Well, ridiculous. they treat them like servants yeah. and that's, yeah. that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Um, I did read yeah, an interesting... i go further than that. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, horror. but I, I read a re- an in- interesting review by The Guardian where they've seen they said, you know, this is all really good, but we've seen Kidman wafting about as a sad, privileged woman far, far too many times. And but, this is but the that's thing- what I was after, like, and but, yeah, yeah, she does it. She does it better usually, I think. Yeah. I thought she was really, really good, but I do think that uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm you're wait. sticking with it anyway. I'm definitely going to stick with it. I can't wait to see what happens, and I think it's it's beautifully filmed. Don't you think? That wasn't enough to keep it's you. It's not there. as lush as her other stuff, no. No. I, no. Seven out of ten? I'd give yeah, I'd give about a seven out of ten. Okay. I'll come back to you at the end of the it, it drops weekly on Prime. So there's a two video two episodes now and then weekly on okay, Prime. Okay, we need every to we, we, right move on. Uh, on. based on a true story on now Sky Rory. All episodes available now. A lot of good people involved in this. Yeah, Kelly Cuoco, who I thought was fantastic in the flight attendant, uh, Chris Messina, who was in air last week, was also really good last year even. Uh, and Tom Bateman, who was Kenneth Branagh's assistant uh, in Murder at the Art Express. It's from the guys behind the Boys and Ozark, so it's got some very good producers okay. behind it. If you can imagine um, Only Murders in the Building, but more violent um, and, and darker, I think. It is uh, about a couple who tried to start a new murder podcast, but involve who they believe to be the actual murderer from the get-go. Um, very darkly funny and yeah, everyone in it is really likable. So it's it's not the best show ever, but it is every episode's like twenty two minutes long. You could literally oh, binge sure the entire thing <laughs> in like so, four yeah. hours. So yeah, it's very, very easy to watch. None or seven out of ten, is it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um Serena, Queer Eye is back on Netflix, season eight. You a fan? I I am. And I thought when it started, I was just like, I, I think I've had enough. I, I don't think we need this anymore. And then Gullible Me went in and I went, why am I crying? Why? <laughs> why am I hooked? Okay. I just think. What, works. Yeah, I think what they do well is, especially now when there's so much tragedy out there, sometimes you just want something good. And this is never about changing the person. This is about getting the person to rediscover who they are and shining in the way they, that sounds like really woo-woo, but, you know, it's shining in the way that you can in your own individual way. And every yeah. episode. Like, I, I think pretty much what we do here in this slot. Oh, you do all the week, time. Serena, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So, so you're. Possibly seven and a half out of ten there. Yeah, let's put an extra half there. Uh, Rory, just briefly before we finish up, this looks really interesting. Death to Smoochie. So this is a 20-year-old film. Yeah. Uh, It's on Film 4, so it'll be Monday night, Tuesday morning at 1.45am if people want to set their things. So that's Film 4, 1.45am on Monday night, Tuesday morning. And quickly tell us who's involved and what it is. Danny DeVito directs it. It is Robin Williams as a failed TV, kids' TV host. Uh, He's replaced by Edward Norton, who's essentially playing Barney the Dinosaur. Uh, And he's this pure of heart, lovely human being and starts to get corrupted by Robin Williams' character who has decided to just completely destroy this man's life because he's been replaced by him. It is incredibly dark it's got some amazing supporting cast in it it was completely overlooked when it was released first time around I think people thought that Danny because Danny had just made Matilda and they thought he okay. was just going to do another kids movie this is not that I think it is well deserving hidden of gem. reappraisal absolutely hidden gem okay Death to Smoochie film 4 uh, Tuesday morning at 1.45 you want to set your players for that okay um, that's it for today thank you very much Serena Bellissimo and Rory Cashin 